Welcome back to another episode of the Birds Over Beers podcast. Not sure about all of you listening at home, but I had myself a great weekend. And then I turned on the Eagles game. They had an entire bye week to prepare and still put out a miserable performance against the Giants. I can already tell Kevin and I are going to have some different opinions, but we also got special guest Weezer in the studio today for the Giants fans' perspective. His team may have won yesterday, but we're all still drinking his beers tonight. Anyway, Weezer, why don't you start us off and tell us all why the Eagles gave the Giants that win yesterday? Uh, I don't think they gave them the win. Uh, Giants offense didn't make any mistakes. Eagles penalties, what, nine penalties, 11 penalties, something like that? 11. Coming off a bye week, and uh, I don't think Dougie P had them prepared. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stunt the run option. I mean, he stumbled for 80 yards last time you play him. you think they would have been prepared for it this time. Instead, he reels off a nice 34-yard touchdown to start the game. He literally, he did it twice, and fortunately, one of them was po- called back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that was the was fourth, holding or fourth quarter. Having to go for a field goal on it. Yep. Basically kept the game alive at that point in time. Not that I thought that there was any hope that we were ever going to win that football game to begin with. But I, I, I had hope. And I hope it at, at kickoff. one o'clock. Yeah, that was, that's where my hope basically stopped. I don't know about anyone else's. Yeah, but uh, that's just the thing is that like there was nothing to stop him. It was two. The first two touchdown drives were like eighty yards each. No resistance. He just kind of went right down the field both flat, times. Completely flat. They, they, I think they had they, 90 yards of rushing in the first two yard, first two drives. Yeah. Another thing I said. Well, uh, we had nothing. I the, mean, we had really – we had – I felt like our drive was – like on the offense side because that's where I'm going to be mainly focusing on today. I don't necessarily blame the defense as much as they, they should have been more prepared. I felt like they came on late at the end of the game to kind of keep us in it. But those two drives, those opening drives, when you're coming off of a bye, <clears throat> when you're playing a team that is one of the worst offenses in the NFL. Yeah, well, really, uh, let's not, you know, let's not forget. They're a shitty team. The, the, uh, D- Daniel Jones, is, and it started off strong because they did, I think, the first play, they got a sack, right? They did sack them, five-yard loss, something along those lines, I believe it was. But then it just it fell apart from there. And I'm thinking to myself, when did Jason Garrett become a offensive guru that's picking apart our defense with with a backup running back, a mediocre uh, quarterback, a shaky offensive line? I mean, it just it was all around to me. It was pathetic, and that's the only that's what I think I've said that more times this year than I have any other season. Watching this football team, they're pathetic. They lack discipline. <clears throat> they lack innovation. They lack, um, it seems like, heart at sometimes. It just seems to me that they, so far in most of their wins, they've gotten lucky. They played a third-string quarterback in Dallas. Evan Ingram dropped a wide-open touchdown that would have won the game for the Giants the first time. And then we played... Uh, 49ers with n- half their team on the Mullen, bench with Mullins and they had just had a bunch of injuries the week before with I think two defensive ends were out and so I've looked, I'm looking at this team and I'm just saying to myself this is this is a garbage football team like they are 
they're probably going to finish with one or two more wins on the year and probably go on a six-game losing streak right now. Let me ask you this. The theme I've heard all day from Eagle fans is I cannot believe you work with, lost you work with a bunch of them, to right? the Giants. I cannot believe we lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. What right now makes the Eagles so much better than the Giants? They're preaching to the choir, but you know well, what that I think. <laughs> all right, well, here's the first thing I think that would fuel that statement is that the Eagles haven't lost to the Giants in, like, I don't know, I was in high school. It's irrelevant, um, though. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. You but know. I, I think I think you know when I was in high school, there was a team. if you go if you go back to the late nineties and early two thousand, the Giants didn't lose to the Eagles for eight or no. nine straight games. Yeah. And, and then when the Eagles finally beat them, you guys were probably like, oh, I can't believe we lost to the Eagles. No, uh, no. Well, that season that they because beat them, well, I was just we were, we were coming on the rise with Don McNabb. It was Don McNabb's third season? We were in contention for a first like legitimate first place team. 12 and 4 type of situation. You know what right, I mean? But like, like right now, you have uh, the the Eagles have beat the Giants so many times in a row. It's been a couple of eight. years. Eight times in a row. That's four years or three and a half because 2016 was the last Either way, time that was the last time that the Giants beat them. Yeah. And the Giants have two wins against the Redskins. One was by one point because uh, Ron Rivera went for two and didn't get it. So it's not like the Giants are this great team, too. Now, I know the Eagles aren't like this great team, but we finally got all our people back. And we had – you had a reason, Kevin. Were we not the favorites going into the game? Yeah, there's a lot of hope. Yeah, we, I think right? – So I, look, I think um, that – I think all that them, together – We all picked them to win. I'm not – I'm answering Weezer's first question. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. All that put together is why they're saying, I can't believe we lost to the Giants. Because this was kind of, like everyone's looking at the schedule like, all right, what games do we have left to win? All right, this was a win for us. I can't believe we lost it. All right, they've played two games. They've played 120 minutes of football. The Giants have led 118 minutes. Jake doesn't have his headphones on, so so he he didn't hear that his computer. (laughs) You've got porn. We've turned on storage. Second time you've nutted. Optimize storage usage. Jake, you're going to get a little bit closer to that when you're talking. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. But the Giants have led 118 minutes of those two games. Here, I, I, okay. No, guys, I'm You're talking like you're an 11 I'm, and four football. I'm team. I'm not talking like that at all. Oh, I'm talking. No, we are not. a we are a terrible football team. Don't. I'm not the. I'm not the one you want to be looking at talking saying that the that we lost to the Giants. I'm watching that football game yesterday, and I'm thinking how much better the Giants are than the Eagles. I'm just watching, and overall, their defense was better. They have a middle linebacker who can who can stop the run. We don't have that. Um, they have playmakers on the outside that, like, where was – I mean, I, he's played well recently. Where was Travis Fulgham? I mean, Darius Slayton had 93 yards yesterday. Shepard had, you know, big plays. They get guys out there that are – that make – that I don't see – and again – the Giants suck too. All right, I'm not saying that they're that they're that they're any good. I'm just looking at the Eagles, saying, "Wow, this football team is terrible." And again, I I said at the beginning, I don't see how we are a better a better football team than a top five pick. I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's done on purpose. Right now, it almost looks to me like they're sabotaging the season for a reason. That's how bad that I look at this football team that Doug Peterson 
on a third and nine is they're going to Greg Ward, who ran a one-yard route. Like, worse. Like, why is anyone running a one-yard – like, uh, seven yards, I'd understand because it's like, hey, yep, fight for that two extra yards. You want – realistically, you want him to run eight yards. Like, that's that's your game plan is throw the ball to, to him on a quick out and boom. Oh, yep, just get it upfield. The One of the slow – he's not a fast guy, He's so he's not going to burn it up. It's not like you're giving it – you know, you're putting it, the ball in this, in this great playmaker's hands. I don't know. I'm just extremely frustrated about this football team. That yeah, it's... all right, hold on. Let's, let's let's look at things. Let's stop micromanaging, looking at every little play like that. Well, I... I think I think Weezer's saying saying that we're acting like a, a eleven and four team. No, I don't think so. I think we're just not. I think Weezer's kicking us while down. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, Weezer's Weezer's pissing me off by not talking and just looking at me right now. I, so, I'm just letting you get your points out. I, we're we're self destructing because we're opening our mouths. I feel like I just uh, watched my dad get beat up and then had to interview the guy who beat him up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so, oh my god! Tell me why you're a good guy. <laughs> no, so real quick. Is that I was going to say, listen, I think no one is expecting the Eagles to be, no one here at least. There are definitely plenty of fans out there who are, like Kevin just said, the one fan who's like, oh, I still think we're going to win, you know, and everything. We have, maybe not Kevin, we've kind of put our expectations realistically as like, okay, we're not lighting the world on fire, but we could probably still win the division. Now, going into this game, we kind of had a lot of reason for optimism because we got a lot of guys back, and we had a bye week to prepare for the Giants. I will also say the Giants have every week been looking like, okay, a little better, a little better. They're playing tougher. They played the uh, the Buccaneers very tough. Um, they played the Eagles real tough. We had to win by one point when we came back. So the Giants are like the only team in the division who looks like they're trending in the right direction. But it still seemed like it was a winnable game considering all the things. Now that leads me to the point where, okay, what went wrong here? And Kevin brings down, you know, some of the play calling decisions. The defense just laying down and letting Daniel Jones do whatever he wanted to and just go down the field. They couldn't and, stop the read option. How it's not it's and, uh, and it's not like you haven't seen it before. You saw it three weeks ago when you played them last time. So I I throw this one on I think Jim Schwartz had a terrible game. I think the fact that we have uh shitty linebackers has been a theme all season mm-hmm. is terrible because no one's reading and fighting through blocks. I said to you, I texted you guys at the beginning of the game. I said, if Wayne Gallman is going to just cut us up, I'm going to be, I'm going to be pissed. You know, Albert Morris was cutting him up. Albert Morris He's like too. 50. Yeah. Good, good thing. Saquon wasn't there. We would have lost by 30 points. And Doug, I, and uh, last thing, Doug Peterson had an awful, awful game. And I think that he is hurting us. I think you, you think Wentz was bad. I think that, Wentz was just playing not to turn the ball over. And I think that's what Doug wanted. Listen, I'm gonna, I think Wentz I'm gonna is pass gonna, it off to you guys, but I, I think Wentz is only gonna go as far and is gonna be only as good as Doug Peterson helps him be, right? You know what I mean? Like there's again, there's nothing there in that playoff in that in that offense that is suited for for Carson Wentz's strengths. Again, they're still having him drop back. Five step drops. Not he's. When is he moving around in the pocket? When is he getting outside and giving? Are they him afraid st- to let him move around though? Because 
fuck it. At this point in time, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. I mean, they don't, they don't, they, he's clearly not their future anyway. Yeah. So what are they, at this point in time, it's almost just like, let the guy go play. Let him do what he's done. Right. But instead, he had a couple great throws and to Richard Rodgers, and they're moving the ball, and then they said, all right, quick, get Jalen Hurts in there. Yeah, and, and I – that's It makes no sense to that's, me. That's frustrating, but also I – And then I, he fumbled it. I mean, what do you have, three yeah. also easy first down throws where he had guys wide open between Goddard twice, Alshon Jeffrey once, and overthrew him, and those are game-changing plays. Miles Sanders even, he – I know Miles Sanders looked like he was going to run with the ball, before, and he, he should have – caught it before he decided to right. start he, running. Miles Sanders dropped two he, balls. It was coming and but it's still even the throw for that was down at his knees. It wasn't like it was up at his chest at least and you're it, only No. You know, that, that was, was a, that was a very catchable ball. I'm not saying it wasn't. As that wasn't it football, wasn't scooping it off the ground. As it a was a professional football player you should catch that ball. I'm not right. going to say you do, you know, but it still is he doesn't he he seems like he's he's been regressing all year. And, and has shown flashes. And typically, it's at, thankfully for us, it's been in three victories. It's been at the end of the game, right? It's been when when the game was on the line that it was like, up oh, here comes Carson, here comes Carson, here comes Carson. It was, you know, those were, those were nice things to see. Obviously, him kind of come from behind. But, I I mean, I think it's, I, at the end of the day, I, I don't see... Uh, I just don't see this offense doing him any favors. You haven't seen any progress. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know who to blame it on. I don't know to blame it on him because God, I mean he's been god awful. He had twelve interceptions. Uh, what, I think they said what, six. What exactly I think you, they said six fumbles. What, what did you think about his performance yesterday? Mediocre. I mean, it wasn't anything. And why was it mediocre? Because uh, I think that the play calling is kind of is slow. Is, so is I mean, like, is it? Do you think it was his fault? I don't think it it's was his mediocre. Fault. I don't think it's necess- entirely his fault. I do think that he missed on a couple plays where it would have made it. You know, he connects on that play to Alshon Jeffrey. We're now at the fifty yard line, and going and getting a little bit of momentum, right? You know, he makes those plays to to Goddard, where you know, again. Now you're looking 20, 30 yard plays, big chunk plays that win. And then, hey, guess what? Now you what? Now you got them on the ropes. Now you can continue your upbeat, up tempo offense, which they seemed like that's what they were. Their goal was to get him in a rhythm, right, and kind of just keep that. You know, Don't let fa- him think. Fast that's paced. what it is. and that's and and I'm all for that. But the problem is, is when you then throw a wide receiver who's wide open in Alshon Jeffrey, and you throw it. Two feet above a six foot four wide receiver's head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did overthrow a couple guys, but every quarterback has a couple bad throws. I'm not saying that they don't. So I don't think that's enough to be like, oh, Wentz. I, I, but it's not. It's not to me that I think that Wentz is a bad is a bad quarterback, right? I don't necessarily think. I just think that they are are done with Carson Wentz, and I think the writing is. I think the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that. it is only becoming uh, – it's – the Eagles are putting their faith in Doug more than they're putting in their faith in Carson. And the fact, the fact is they're probably going to trade Carson. Carson, I don't know if he'll even be here next year. I mean, I know South, the, the contract-wise it's going to be tough, but I could see them trying to move on from him. At so the then the if that was the case, why would they have him still playing? 
They have every, they have all these because they're going to they have twelve turnovers. They have every reason the, to, to bench him because they don't have anyone else to play. Think about the leverage. Also, well, it says what it is about Jalen Hurts. He's not ready. And think about right, the leverage. Why wouldn't you want to give him experience? Why wouldn't you want to put him in the game? Because right now they still have a chance to they still have a chance to win the division. I still also think you lose so, leverage when you're also then trying yeah. to trade him too at the end of the season if you go to the Colts person. Per that se. was an accident. If you go to the Colts and say to the Colts, "Hey, listen." Yeah, what do you want for? And they're gonna be like, "Oh, oh, you mean your backup quarterback? We'll give you a fourth round pick for him." You know, like you're, you're only gonna hurt yourself. So then, so then, why wouldn't they want him? To, why wouldn't they try to? You're, you're saying, you're saying they're I, not trying. I, I'm to talking help. out of two sides of my mouth. I understand that. That I'm saying right. that they're sabotaging why, him in a way. You're saying they're sabotaging him. Why wouldn't they want him to be lighting the world on fire so that they could oh, still? So then it's really hard to trade him, right? And I do think that it's no, a, but then it's easier to trade him because you could say, oh, you know what? No, he's got I mean, injury to sell, history. To sell to trade him. No, exactly. They could say, well, he's injury. He's had a lot of injuries and stuff. And you could say, you know what? We really like what we have with Jalen Hurts. You know, we want to move on. And. Then you can say, all right, well, we're not just going to give him away for nothing. We got him for contract one more year. We'll keep him if you're not going to give us what we want for him. So that's why it really doesn't make sense for you to look at it like that and say, oh, they're sabotaging him. I mean, it's I do I do I really really think they're sabotaging him? And they, and no, look at, I don't. I don't. And but look I at also, what else you have on the team is like. I also have, don't think that they can. I don't think that they. I think they want to win, but I also think that behind the scenes, I think the talk is and the no, and between Howie and Doug. And obviously Jeffrey Lure is in on it. It's just like, listen, this is where we're going with their football team in two years, you know. And I, I think that they, <clears throat> they want to be like the rest of the league. They want to be, you know. I'm sure that Howie Roseman's watching uh, Kyler Murray out there running around, throwing the ball, and all this is and envisioning. Oh, we have that guy. We have that guy already. He's just waiting in the wings. I'm such a genius that I drafted. Jalen oh, I really hope not. That's a, that's so dumb. I'm not, I'm just saying, I just think that's so I dumb. I don't think I don't know how how I I thought before the season. I thought okay, it maybe it's just an insurance pick because it's a value pick. You're getting a guy who is you know a good quarterback in college, and you're getting him to be. I that thing is fucking really annoying to me, Andrew. I'm sorry. That's sorry. It's just I, a, good, I just, a good quarterback in college doesn't translate to a good quarterback in the I, NFL. I, you're 100 percent right. So Tim you know, I you're, I don't think you're not wrong. I'm just saying that what I think that they see, I think they I think they see a future in Jalen Hurts that they don't, see, and the progression of where they want to take this team that clearly they don't see with. With Carson Wentz, and I don't think that you disagree with me. And that is an outside perspective, as far as no, I don't disagree with it. But I don't think it's all just Carson Wentz. I, I I think it's, you know, you have. We talked about this when they won the Super Bowl. When you have a guy on the contract that Carson Wentz was on, you're have the you have the affordability to have six defensive linemen. And four cornerbacks who can all step in and play. And, and once you too. once you sign a guy to thirty million dollars, you don't have that fifth and sixth guy on the defensive line. So injuries start to play a part of it. The other thing is, is since Frank Reich left and D. Filippo, he hasn't been the same. They, you know, well, like the Eagles' offense hasn't been the same since they've left. Yeah, but he hasn't been the same. I mean, last year, last year he was, you know. He wasn't having an MVP season. He was having, you know, he was having a good season, but he hasn't progressed 
since that point. I mean, uh, since he's, re- since he's actually re- he's, if you look at it, he's gone backwards. Other than yeah. last year, where because 2000, 2018, coming back from the knee injury, he looked very pedestrian. Right there was. Well, he also had the back. Injury. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you look at his play, right, take away that the injuries for a moment, and you just look at how he played, and then when Nick Foles came into play. Two entirely different teams. Two t- it was, you know, the life was back. And I'm not going in that road of, oh, should have kept Nick. And then no, we're not then even last going year, day. <laughs> then last year, shaky Nick. in the beginning, had good games, had the Arizona, I mean, the Atlanta game, bringing them down the field, couple drops by Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, um, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. There was, there was games in there where he was the victim of the people around him. But still was not. But, but then he pulled the, it together at the end did. of the, league, at the, end of the he, year. He definitely pulled and it together against, to the, against to the lesser competition, against the lesser teams. I mean, Washington, Giants. He, he beat the Giants twice and Washington once in that. And then he also beat a beat-up, wounded Cowboys team that I felt was coming into that game very deflated. You know? And... And they only scored like 17 points in that game, too. They, the defense won that football game more than than Carson did. Either I mean, I mean, say what you want about it, but I mean, that was that's a divisional game that they were playing for first place in the division, and the Eagles brought it to them, you know? So you got to give them credit there. But <clears throat> at the same time, I think the only constant we have here has been Doug Peterson. And I feel like the past... In the past few years since we won the Super Bowl, I feel like we've been watch that water dripping. Mediocre. I well, I, mediocre. Yeah, I guess you could say I could just you could say mediocre. I mean, you've, you've, but I'm trying what, to a, say a game over 500 since the Super Bowl combined in the last three seasons, nine and seven, nine right, and but seven. But we also we also Carson's, made the playoffs I, as a wild card the one year uh, with nine and seven. But also Doug Peterson. Even, hold on, Doug Peterson. Sorry. I just feel like so many games I go into, and I'm like, he cost us this game. He cost us this game. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And he's been so aggressive, and it's been hurting us. And every now and then it'll hit, and it, it's like a, a degenerate gambler who just keeps throwing it out there, and you finally hit it, and it's like, oh, wow, this guy knows what he's talking yeah. about. You've lost a 1,000, and now you've just broke even. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so what and, you're and they're doing, Doug Peterson. They're nice. doing that because that, that – I don't even think that's Doug necessarily. I think that he's got these – you know, he wants to say big balls, Doug, all that stuff. Whatever. And he doesn't want to say that, but he, but he kind of carries himself like that, right? He, um, but I think, and he said it yesterday in the in the press conference at the end of the game. He listens to analytics upstairs a lot. The and he said yesterday because they were like, Doug, why did you go for that second two point conversion? Because the, the supposedly, if you look at the analytics of that. It was it was like a forty eight percent chance or something. It was no, it was like thirty seven percent chance of winning the game without it. It was like if you went for one, it was like thirty seven point six. And they just say that like if it cut, and he's like, oh, I trust the guys upstairs. Like and that's what he said. He was like, yeah, I just trust the guys upstairs, and I, I got to trust the guys upstairs when they make that when they give me that call. So see, but that's a problem because that's you saying, okay, I'm not making the decision in the game. Yeah, Someone saying, else I'm, is making. I'm the, the head decision. coach, but I, I'm not in control. I of think things. that that's, exactly. I think that that's how it's always been, and I just think that for one, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think that for you know 2017 when he constantly went for it on fourth down or he went for two or anything that it just it worked. It all worked out in the Super Bowl. It all worked out, and then ever since then. 
those numbers have been going down. So in 2017, you had everything hit. In 2018, it starts going down a little bit. 2019, it's actually worse. 2020, you're now watching it where we don't make it most of the time, right? Our fourth down right. percentage is, is, is abysmal compared to what it was, but they're still going to go for it because analytically speaking, it's, it's the same as a punt or it's the same as, you know, it's the same as kicking a field goal and winning the game. It's like all these things that I think that they've been driven by for the last couple of years. And I just think that the numbers are kind of playing out and going up and down, but they're just going to continue to live. He's, he's almost forcing himself to go for two. Cause if he goes the first time and misses it, now he's chasing those points the rest of the game. Are we, you know, we here think that maybe uh, Jake Elliott, the kicker, was sleeping with Mrs. Peterson, and he doesn't want to put him out on the field. Right. But that's just – we haven't confirmed it yet. We the got sources game, in yeah, there. I just think he – you know, I, I'm with Kev. I think he likes that, you know, riverboat gambler. He wants to be that, you know, that guy. But, like, yesterday's game – I didn't understand it. When he went for two, I was all for it just because I was like, if they don't make it, now they have to do something they've been struggling to do all game and just score a touchdown instead of get within the 35 yards. He's going for a win. Like if you say to Carson Wentz, listen, we got the ball back. There's a minute left. You got no timeouts. You got to get to the 35-yard line. That's, you know. That's a lot easier than saying, yeah, hey, we got to score a touchdown. Exactly. Because it, it, one big 20-yard play, you're, you know. Mm-hmm. Because the analytics does not account for any feel of the game. And that's Doug's biggest problem. He has no feel for the game I at think, all. I don't think it's his call. Yeah. I think it's an organizational, an organizational thing that I don't necessarily. Because there's, there's reports out there that Howie Roseman controls the game day roster. As far as that's why, like, Jalen Hurts was dressing week two. And that's why he was then being forced into the game because it was like, you know, he didn't want to hear. He doesn't want the negativity of that, oh, the, our second-round pick doesn't even play. Wouldn't you that know? come and out, though, like as in like – That is the report that kind of came no, out. That's like the, that, like, no, but like wouldn't it kind of show by like Doug being I, Of pissed? course it does. How, does. how does Matt Collins last year play and start in every freaking game since week two and – didn't and had one catch, that, but it was a draft pick by Howie Roseman. I don't mean like show by score. I mean like show like emotionally, like in like a in what Doug would say, what, like like a press conference. Like this yeah, is, is that, that maybe like, why Doug never takes? You know, he's always deflecting. Like it's oh, uh, it's the guys upstairs. That was the, that was like, the call. Like this or, isn't my team anymore. Yeah, like like, like he so never. Much. You know. Yeah. That's, like the whole, I, the whole Brett Favre, I, like the whole Brett Favre thing. I think there's just something, there's something very, very weird going on with the Eagles right now that I have not seen as a fan. As far as where Doug is, Doug, Doug doesn't take blame right now, and there are like even the fact like last year, like you kind of like think about this that the report comes out that um, Howie Roseman decides who plays right, and then Greg Ward starts to come on last year five games left in the season and then ends. And it's kind of like, why is he playing and is our best time? wide receiver? Travis Fulgham, again, this, you know, doesn't start till week three or four, but JJ Ortega Whiteside starting and it's, and then Fulgham gets in the game and is one of the best wide receivers in the league. Like that stuff to me is you can tell if someone has it or doesn't. Right. And if you're a coach, you would definitely be able, if we can watch him play and we can see him 
high point a ball, come back, cut to you know what I mean, run right. great routes. You have to think that a coach in the NFL is like that. That's a football player right there. That can, that guy could possibly help us. And well, then he, he also went through two other teams though and got cut. So I mean, that's not, maybe not the best example. Oh, oh, well, compared to the person that they put kept running out there, JJ Ortega Whiteside, who has what, right, seven, yeah. nine catches in. And now, do you think Alshon dressed this week because it was like, uh, hey, we got to get Alshon out there because he's been on this ro- he's been taking a roster spot this whole time. I mean, he took yeah. snaps away from Hightower. Hightower paid three snaps yesterday, and that's one of the things I text you guys. Like, where's where's the bomb to Hightower? We didn't go deep once yesterday. Yeah, and also uh, he took snaps. He takes a couple snaps away from Fulgham when he's out there. You know, so uh, listen. There's something. There's something. This team. Going, something this team, must be going on. This team is. Uh, dysfunctional right now. This team lacks leadership, and I never thought that I would say that with the Doug Peterson team because I've always said to Weezer, we've always, I've always said that he, the one thing that I can say about Doug, like without a doubt, was always his thing was he's a leader of men. He's going to go out there and he's going to lead. He's going to lead this team, and they're going to follow him. They are what, the, what, what's I always ask not you following this too, what, him at all. What gives you that impression? Well, wait, I, can I? I think. I'm going to touch on that real quick. I just wanted to say was that the biggest thing is that because, like I said, the past few years we've been really frustrated with the decisions Doug Doug has made, but they always rally back. And the big thing with Doug is that even when he makes stupid decisions, he always the team always fights for him. The team is always backing Doug. They you know they're always saying good things about Doug, and they always fight. They do for him. seem to love Doug. They do like, love they, Doug. Well, he's a players they, coach. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's why I do think and, that he's. I think that's what – I'm sorry. I'm uh, cutting you off. Okay. No, it's okay. But that's exactly what your point is. That that's why he seems like a great leader because he has Let's the guys – Let's gang up on him now. Let's get Weezer. No, I'm actually going the <laughs> other way. I was going to say the way that they used – I can't really say used to, but the way that the players defend Doug and fight for Doug is what you're seeing right now with the Giants is these guys are playing for Joe Judge. He's really got them rallying because look at – you guys didn't – how long did it take before you got your first win? And they kept fighting and they kept – Bringing games closer and playing better each time. Danny Dimes got rid of his. They're a young uh, team. They're, they're a young team. He got he no turnovers. He had a clean game last week too, right? Yep, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, and now it's coming together. And now they they're going to win the division, you know, because they stayed with their coach and he's he kept them and going. I, and I think and that's that, what Doug used to do. And I think that you're going to see on the Eagles, especially right now, being an older team, these losses are just going to start, especially. If you go through this streak of this really, really tough, where they have the toughest schedule in the NFL, and even if they're, I feel like, just hanging around, I think you're just going to see a bunch of veterans who are just like, yeah, there's three games left in the season. My knee hurts. Yeah, but um, you're, you're um, talking about all the decisions that Doug makes. Do you have some of the veterans now? If you're saying, if you're doubting it, do you have some of these guys saying, what the hell is he going for two here for? I'd be, How much you know? Like, uh, look at the pressure he's putting on him. I'd be uh, curious listen. to know that too. Yeah, you know, I, I, like, and I, I think that they got to be questioning a lot of things because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think they, that they see exactly what we see, right? They see um, probably more than we do. Yeah, they have to sit. And again, I don't sit. We don't know that all their plays, or even the play to Greg Ward where he caught the one, you know, the one yard. On the, the, the yeah, they could yeah. have taken something away from the play yeah. that they called, and <clears throat> that's still, that was where he my, had to go. I guess my question is, why is that even a route on a? Because it might just be the last read of the. At that point in time, when are you, you talking get, about? Wait, are you, you talking about 
Yeah, he did to Greg Ward and said, "Try to get eight yards." Yeah, Kev, I mean, that's on all. But that's the, on all routes. I, that's on all plays. I don't know. You, you're supposed to. Yeah, I understand what you're saying because don't you hate it when it's like third and eight and you throw it to the guy who's right at the line and it's like go one more step and then catch the ball is like you know, well, that's what you're saying, that, right? That's very frustrating because that's like that is to me. That's not. It's get to the sticks and then catch that's, the ball. That's on the player at that point in time. I mean, you never let that happen when you were a wide receiver, right? I, never. <laughs> so, and uh, full disclosure, Kevin was a goalie. Kevin played <laughs> soccer. Soccer. Oh. And he called it football. I Think played. about that when you hear his <laughs> analytics. As a championship goalie, too, mind you. But yeah. yeah. And then. And you would have gone pro if it wasn't for that damn ACL of yours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> Snapped like a rubber band. They hear it. They heard it snap two towns away. They were just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, apparently, apparently, as soon as it snapped two, uh, rain started to fall, yeah. and they were saying it's tears from the heavens. Rumor right has below. it, if you go back to that soccer field and the wind blows just right, you could still hear it. You remember when the Chilean miners got trapped in the mine? Oh yeah. That my screams, they said, of that the agony I was in sent rubbles to Ch- Ch- Chile. Wow. To Chilean? Yeah, to Chilean. <laughs> to Chilean people of Chile. Yeah. Oh, so. sorry, sorry. We're not trying to offend anyone in Chilea. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to go with the tsunami one, but I thought that would be. That's, a, that's like, like, a little sadder. Yeah, like 300,000 Ro- people died. <laughs> the Roseman thing, do you think that dates back to Chip Kelly and him being kind of demoted? Well, now he's like, this is my team now. Here's the here's the the whole love hate thing with uh, Howie Roseman. One, he was a student of Joe Banner, so he is a whiz with the cap, and he has done great things for us. Uh, the way that he's able to pay certain guys and and retain so many people was amazing. Now you look at after Chip Kelly's gone, he comes back. Maybe not the first year, but the second year going into the Super Bowl season, he made so many great moves on the uh, uh, Chris uh, Long. Free agency that they all hit. Yeah, Chris Long, LeGarrette Blunt, Patrick Robinson, Robinson, Torrey Smith was one of them. And, uh, oh, you said Patrick Robinson. Alshon Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey we got as well. And they were all big contributors. See, but that's the thing. You you can't sustain success with free agency. You've got to do it through uh, the draft. And for every free agent he's hit, he's missed on two draft picks. When you hit on one big season like that, He's got to be thinking like, oh, I'll just do it again. I could do it again. And he tried to do it again. He and tried to do it again the following season when he got um, Golden Tate. He got Michael Bennett. Oh. Um, he did pick up Golden Tate. Was that the season that they yeah, traded, he traded, they, for, traded Golden for Golden Tate. Tate? They grabbed the um, the the, kid, the guy who broke his ankle like after one catch, but he was a speedster. Um, oh, Steve. Not Steve. No, the, not like Steve it was Smith. a Williams. I thought it was something. Mike like that. Williams. Mike yeah. Williams. Yeah. Um, There's two of them in the league. It was the one who used no, to play Mike for Wallace. Pitt- yeah, Mike, Mike Wallace. Wallace. And, the one who used to play for Pittsburgh. Yeah, and uh, and also I think Dolphins too. Ronald Darby, that was another good pickup. Yeah, there was a trade about, uh, at the right before that. Yeah, there was there was, Smith, moves, right? there was moves. There was moves that he made, and even his drafts weren't terrible at that well, point. Well, in time. I, I was, was the, just going to say his drafts. I mean, Kevin said they weren't terrible. His drafts suck. No, recently I felt like they've sucked. That that Carson Wentz draft wasn't bad. Obviously, they for what they had, and then even I mean, but like I can't. They got who else did they get that second year when they had uh, the Derek Barnett pick? Uh, who else did they pick up that? That year? wasn't Dallas Goddard, right? In the second round, that was the following year. That was two thousand seven. They traded their first round pick uh, to move back for Baltimore. Baltimore picked up. Um, 
who the the kid from uh, who's their quarterback right now? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Right. And then we got Ga- Dallas Goddard and someone else that we picked up. Avante like, Maddox. I mean, they tra- listen. Sidney Jones. That wasn't when they when they picked him up. Everyone. Everyone thought that that was a great move. No, uh, not everyone. Absolutely not everyone. That was it. I mean, he was a consensus. You got you got an injured guy who wasn't even going to play that year in the second round. Well, I thought that they. I think that they were thinking long term at that point. Obviously, you're thinking long term at that point. But other teams have done that before in the past, where they took a guy who was basically going to redshirt it that year. That was a first round talent, and you get him in the second round. That's just to me. Sidney Jones is a terrible pick. Okay, it's not too bad in the. He's the starting defense back and uh, cornerback in, uh, oh, you in know Jacksonville. What? And he's, he's got an interception yesterday. I mean. So is Rasul, Doug- Rasul Douglas is starting at uh, in Carolina and is playing pretty good, too. Then is it then is it the coaching? Well, I, was it not a mean, was it not a fit though? I like if, if it didn't yeah. work for your team, what if it works? If he's great on another team but not good on your team, what, what's the point then? I'm not saying that he's great you know? on another team. I'm just saying that. Yeah, we got look nothing. At, out look of, at, we got nothing out of him. Look at Nelson Aguilar too. He's lighting he's, it up no, out he's there. He's not. He, he has he has a bunch of touchdowns. He's five or six touchdowns, which is nice to see for him. But like his yardage is nothing. He's not really like. He's catching I mean, like fifty plus yarders. He's had two of them. Okay, he did it when the Eagles too. Everyone. He's in a while. doing. He's doing way better this year already than he has all of the past I two years. I think he needed to change his scenery. That was. I think Fair that enough. was. A, I think but, it was a mental thing for him that no matter what the Eagles did. They just were not going to sit, be able to save him. I mean, that. Think about it. There's a guy on TV oh, yeah. who's famous for saying for saving children from dropping out of a building, and he's like, "Right here, catching babies," unlike Aguilar. <laughs> like, and then Nelson Aguilar was so he tried to show that he was such a good person that he brought the guy to an Eagles game and like met him and shit like that. Like, but like, I understand that takes a special person, but at the same time, like that guy just like ridiculed you and is famous for ridiculing you. He's not famous for catching babies. He's he's famous for saying, unlike Nelson Aguilar, that's what he's, you know, that's what he's exactly. famous for. Exactly. So, listen, I mean, that wasn't even his pick. That was probably, I think that was a, that a was Chip Kelly, Kelly pick, right? Either way, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Terrible. The but fact- they said that that was Jeffrey Lurie. They said that, the, I was listening one day on the radio and they were talking about that, that that was... That they said that no, that Jeffrey would have been way got, bigger news. They said that Jeffrey Lurie got involved in that one and loved JJ Ortega Whiteside. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to show me that article because I I don't that would have been that, that would have been way bigger news if that was the case. We don't have fact check here, okay? That they forced that. We're not analysts. Fake news. Yeah, and I got a 15 inch penis too. So I won. I won the election. Yeah, no, that would be a way bigger story because everyone's asking why did you pick him over DK Metcalf. You know, and if it was well, the they owner do ask picked it every day. Every yeah, because it's smart it. for the employee to go. Because my boss said so. <laughs> exactly. Well, it would have got out, a reporter. A, a report would have got out about that. Be like, hey guys, uh, Jeffrey Lurie picked him, so stop saying that. It would have that would have gotten out there. Okay, Mac Hollins, Donnell Pumphrey, these guys. These are Howie Roseman picks. They're flops. You know. Yeah. Listen. Oh, are you looking it up? Donald Pumphrey was is the it's the one of the worst picks that it's ever because if you looked at that draft and who else was available everyone was available you had uh, it's Kamara the, was available I think the 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 failures Not Dalvin, that was the, a Dalvin Cook draft the, right the failures, he was already taken yeah the failures of the sometimes the the second round when they get again which I I, I felt is what they did with um uh which is I'm trying to read something at the same time as as talk um, with the the Hertz thing and my original 
thought process is you guys just got cute. You just drafted a gadget player in the second round thinking that this is going to be something who is totally going to mess with our quarterback's <clears throat> head. And that's what and I think that everything yeah. but I I think and in ruin the, the game day, flow by just throwing him out there for I don't think bullshit. that he was I don't think that he was a gadget player. I think that he's the future. Like I think that that's like and that's why he's messing with the head is because Carson I'm sure is a smart enough person to know they didn't they didn't take this kid to sit in the bench for 5 years and when I'm 34 years old then be like Get on in there, kid. This isn't the Aaron Rod. This isn't Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. This is a quarterback in his prime, not even thirty years old yet, and they took your they took your replacement. Now, to what Weezer the, said, the, the offseason after they gave you one hundred thirty million dollars. So then, do you think that they're going to try to get rid of Wentz and then say, "All right, well, now we have this quarterback who should be really good, and we're going to have him on a cheap deal"? And I think that I, I don't know what what are they paying Wentz now. 20... I think he makes thirty million a year, basically. Yeah. So in two years, is he going to be worth forty million? Wentz. Yeah. Um, because that's what you're going to have to pay him, and you're not going to be able to sign him to a one-year deal. You're going to, you know, like the the the, the problem is, is that, like next year you're going to have a salary cap that's going to drop tremendously from this right. year. That's a, and that's going to make it tough for everyone. So you know, it happens with. It happened with like I see what's happening with the Eagles. I watched happen with the Giants. You you tried to you tried to cling for the playoffs by signing that free agent and you know tend to overpay some of them here and there. And then to keep your own guys, now you have to overpay them because you've overpaid somebody else. And you get to a point where you've got a bunch of players on the team who are making a lot of money who are getting older injuries settle in a lot quicker because you're talking about guys who i mean in the nfl being 28 is being old and especially now 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 all of a sudden you're you're 22 starters you got five guys that start the season hurt and now since you signed all these guys you don't have that depth to fill in for those five weeks or three weeks and you know, but you you look around. I mean, you look at Kansas City. You look. The only team that's been able to do it is the Patriots, and the reason why the Patriots were able to do it for so long is because Tom Brady's like, listen, my wife makes ninety million bucks a year. <laughs> Pay me twelve million bucks. I'll come out here and have a good time. Yeah, and, and it's the, you know, because and the then, quarterback is taking the cut. He's not costing everyone. He's he's giving you eighteen mm-hmm. to twenty million dollars to sign three guys that are going to be. You know, those guys like the Patriots have, they're going to be off of somebody else's scrap heap who they're going to play, who played in the NFL as a middle linebacker the whole his whole entire career. Now they're going to make him a, a defensive lineman. And, you know, the guy has a great season or sustains, you know, the holes that they have. Look at the one year. Who was the who was the wide receiver they had one year? He played cornerback for like five games. Troy, Troy Brown. <laughs> yeah, because everybody was hurt. But. You know, you you see it. Went all, on to go with, win a Super Bowl with him as the you're, as a defensive back. You're going to see it with the Cowboys <laughs> if they have to pay Dak, Dak Prescott forty million dollars. They're not going to be able. What are they going to? They're not going to be able to pay Ezekiel Elliott, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Dak Cooper. Prescott. Yeah, uh, you know, Amari Cooper's done. C.D. Lamb was Amari Cooper's replacement. That's you know they but, just paid Amari Cooper. But you though. look at. I mean, like, you can get out of any. I I, I mean. If you look at any contract. Oh, can we get out of the Alshon contract? I'd love to hear how we could do that. This, I think after this year, we can. 
well, after this year, but now we have to pay him, what, I mean, you would always have to $20 pay... million dollars to not play? You, would, you usually always have to pay a person two years, right? That's pretty much where they get their guaranteed money in, is that two years. And then after that... It's just a matter of the cap hit that they take if they have to get rid of them. Yeah, and I think you that know, they're like willing to... You know, like if they have to, to cut them, or... I, I think that you're going to see, you know, the Eagles, you know, not to get off top, but they're going to... I, I think they're going to start absorbing... Taking the, cap hits to, to kind of drop down to to kind of take those hits. When I they mean, do the contracts, the guaranteed money is pretty much their contract. You know, like that's yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah, sign, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he's got a uh, he's got a five year deal for a hundred million dollars, and it's seventy million guaranteed. Once that guaranteed money's paid off, the rest of it they feel is that's and the it's point usually that they, front loaded. So that yeah. you know, all right, you once you get your guarantees, like all right, you're not owed anything else. We could cut you. Well, and, that's why Wentz is Wentz. They said realistically, is a three year deal. Like they're just right. That was. I mean, there it's. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're going to just see them kind of go. It's why they're not going to sign Ertz. They're going to trade Ertz. I think you're going to start seeing them kind of, in a way, they got to scale year, back a little. Next year they're going to. And, and I hate to say it, but like tank, so to speak. They're going next to, year. You think? I I think this year coming up, this after this season, especially if they finish, if they don't make the playoffs this year, you're going to see them. Say goodbye to a lot of players. I mean, you'll you'll see that. Well, you have so many players who are like the top paid at their position. I mean, you, you know, you're talking their defensive I, line isn't that the, one Brandon, of the most yeah. highest paid defensive you're lines in the league. Brandon yeah. Graham, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. Cox. You're going to start getting value for. Well, guys. those two guys you just named are still being very productive, which is like good at least because you know. Well, then they'll, they'll get something for them. I think that you're just going to see. I think you're going to start seeing a transition from the Eagles. If it's if it's not obvious now. That they are not a good team. What makes you think that a year older Brandon Graham is going to be any better? Right, right. So I, I I understand where you're going there. I I think my biggest thing, unless you're really, unless you can convince me that they're definitely sabotaging or not coaching their full potential, I don't have confidence that we're going to revamp and get a whole new crew in here. I, I and I'm Doug Peterson confident. is going to lead them. <laughs> not, I mean, I'm not necessarily confident about it. I'm just saying that because I think that's where more of the problems are stemming from right now. I mean, like if you were telling me that we're, they're planning on getting rid of Carson Wentz, not next year, the year after like getting out of his contract after next year, then why aren't you like just using him like crazy, like letting him just go and, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly. I, I think I'm just I, trying to. I'm just finding you, the holes in your argument. If you let him argument. go, if you let him go and just do his thing and put up numbers, you can't let him go. You, you, well, you, you know really, what I mean. It, it, it is hard if he goes, to, if he goes would, out, and throws why for, wouldn't you want that? Because if he goes out and throws for thirty touchdowns, twenty-five touchdowns, forty-five hundred yards, and then you say, "Listen, we're going to move on and go to Jalen Hurts." You're you're gonna lose your you're gonna lose a, a, a third of your fan base. That's just gonna be exactly, like they're gonna root for Jalen Hurts to just so then you don't fall want, on his face. Do you not want a franchise quarterback? Do you not want that guy who's there year in and year out? I mean, look at it. That's when a lot of guys when they hit over thirty. That's when some of them kind of like hit it and get it. Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, Tom Brady when they get older and stuff like they're mature. They're it developed. I, in the you're league. not wrong, Andrew. I'm not saying I'm. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with it. I'm not saying that I don't think that they're using Carson Wentz to to their to his best potential. I don't think I don't necessarily have faith that Howie Roseman is going to gather all these picks once he trades all these players or 
you know, has all this, has all this maneuverability that is he going to find the diamonds in the rough? Because you, 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 whether that, I mean, I understand that if, if like, you know, I mean, you, you've missed so much, right? And let's just say that, that Jeffrey Lurie did call the JJ Ortega white side pick. Let's say that that's happened, but still, then we, we go to Donald Pumphrey. Then we go to, I mean, Derek Barnett has been a bust for the most part. He's, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't call him a bust. He has a lot of injuries, but he's having a, a decent season. I, I guess that what and they thought gonna, that he was going to be, they, they 14, wouldn't trade him. Wasn't he the 14th to, overall pick? Uh, yeah, 13 or 14. You know, I mean, he's not, you know, to give you, for, I think, some perspective on that Fletcher Cox was like a 10th or 11th overall pick. Yeah. He was like, a 12th. like, you know, you would expect to get a guy who's going to be dominating up front. Right. And, but he's, he's <clears throat> going to get, he's going to get his contract renewed, renewed. Yeah. They're going to pick up his option. And then they already know, picked up his, is, I think he's a free agent at the end of the year. I don't think so. I think that, I think this was the season to determine if they were going to pick up fifth, his fifth year option. Oh, okay. Maybe you're right. But his rookie season was a Super Bowl year. So, I guess I. So he's only on his yeah. So next year, this, I, so, so so they would determine next year to pick up his fifth year. I think at the end of this yeah. year. Yeah. So he yeah. was like, this is like a, a contract year, meaning that he had to play I think well. You, I, I think you pick it up and because people wanted him. Apparently, people wanted him at the trade deadline, and the Eagles said no. Well, I think that it'd be tough to move him maybe right now because and you look I, at Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham took a long time to come on, and now he's. He's been a stud. The he's, past, he's probably since make, the Super Bowl. If there was been, a pro, if there was a Pro Bowl this year, he'd probably make the Pro Bowl. I, I guess I, I just, Pro Bowl this year? I, I just can't help but think. Wait, have you been under a rock, Jake? Yeah. yeah there's this little I, virus going around, Jake. Yeah. Slowing things down. A yeah. uh, can you I squeeze into help, your hands, please? I just please? can't help but think that the Eagles have sat down in their war room at Jeffrey Lurie, um, you know Howie Roseman, and one thing about Jeffrey Lurie, he's loyal and. Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman won him a Super Bowl. Got him that that what he's always been chasing in Philadelphia to go down as this great, you know, t- the great the, owner. Yeah, the great really, owner. Yeah. All this stuff. He and, brought Philly a championship. And so yeah, what's first, going what's going to happen? The, which is, was a fluke. Irrelevant. <laughs> oh my god! What's going to happen? The I fucking plays Eli Doug, Manning or, had in his Super Bowls. Doug and Howie are going to have security. So that if they sit down, I guarantee they explain to him, hey, listen, we're doing this over a two-year plan. We're going to get our quarterback who's going to be all, like all the other quarterbacks in the NFL right now that are lighting the league on fire. And we're going to get that guy, and we're going to then go young. And then we're going to have a Jalen Rager who's going to be 22, 23 years old. We're going to have a Goddard. We're going to have Maialata. We're going to have all these, all these pieces out there that you're starting to kind of see already. A Miles Sanders, a Boston Scott. And they're going to say, that's what we're rolling with, you know? And, and yeah, but that's it, a pretty good base to start with. I'm not saying it's a bad, I'm not saying that you it's know? a bad base, but I don't know if but I you see already people like you guys got to agree with, at the end of this season, they're going to get rid of Schwartz. He's going to, he's going to be the sacrificial he, lamb. Yeah, and that's he's the, the scapegoat. There you yeah. Go. There's you know? the, and then the next season, if it's not, if it's not this season, the next season, the sacrificial lamb is Wentz. And then you say, and they may actually make that decision. If they're bad enough, they may make that decision this year and trade mid, him. No, mid season next year. 
Yeah, I, at the trade deadline. I, I think that the, I, yeah, but you're not going to. I mean, you're going to get nothing for a quarterback at the trade deadline. No, no. He's I mean, not like stepping no. into a place. And no, I mean, right, that he may, probably got a major deal either this offseason or next. Season. I mean, like that he he may get. But like, the other thing is, you got to find you got to find a team that I, I mean, pitch. the perfect place for him is Indianapolis. Indiana. Yeah, you know. Indiana. But, That's it. That but what I'm are you? Saying. You know, what are they willing to give up for him? I mean, you're not I mean, you're not I getting a second round. Philip Rivers isn't. I mean, what's he? What's he doing Third round pick. What's that? Would the Eagles take a third-round pick? I don't think so. Just to clear that money off their books? I don't know. Would they get a third-round pick? Probably. You know, or they come with them and say, listen. You think it's a third-round pick for Carson Wentz? There's only going to be so many teams that can actually pay him and take him. So you're going to have to go. Oh, with the salary cap being lower? Well, just even with the teams that – a team is not going to – like, you're not looking at a – But Indianapolis is young. Well, I mean, it, listen. Uh, if if four guys in a studio in Tom's River can figure it out, we don't say where we're from. Oh, not Tom's <laughs> River. Don't we're from Philadelphia. Aren't, like aren't nice other place. aren't other GMs going to be able to say, "Listen, there's I, there's there, we got them over a barrel," you know? I, I you're not wrong. Well, and here here, I mean, if we're looking at salary cap, I sent this to you before. Yeah. There's a projected salary caps 2021. Uh, the Jaguars, the most with 100 million. The Jets with 98 million. Colts, 94 million, and then the Patriots, 73 million. Even, even I could see him. If not the Colts, I could see him going to New England, unless they're in a position where they can draft. Uh, what's his I name? I can tell you who's going to New England right now. Let's, let's the guy see. who's the quarterback for the Jets, Darnold. Really? Yep. If they get the number one pick, you don't think they're taking Trevor Lawrence? Oh, oh, wait. You mean? Oh, wait. You think Darnold's going to get traded to the Jets? Well, I mean, to trade it to. The, I don't think to, he's going to get. I I don't know if he'll get traded there. I think they'll keep him around for a year. Why or, would he's terrible? He's not I, terrible. I don't, I don't think he's terrible. I think he's just in a terrible or, organization. Yeah, there's nothing good about the Jets. You know, like see and I, Mark. Collin, you look we're at the first. You guys. The first his rookie season, he came out. You got to remember too. He came out of college. He was only like I think nineteen, or maybe he was twenty at the time, but. He's someone I think that Bill Belichick's looking at and says uh, he could win me some ball games. I'm sorry. That was amazing. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Constantly the power of editing. I don't see the Jets trading him to New England, but I could see him well, I being traded to it... the Colts for a lower round draft pick than someone no, like talking, Wentz. We're talking, oh, we're talking Wentz. Wentz. Oh, I was going right? to say with No, Donald. I'm talking about Darnold. Oh, talking Darnold. Darnold. Because I think the Jets are going to move on from him, and you know, like that's the thing. Where can Wentz go? Who has the salary cap to take on? Who has the room well, to I take just on? Named him. I just named the four teams. Yeah, but you name teams like he's not going to Jacksonville. No, but you have Jacksonville, uh, the Colts, Patriots, the Patriots, and the Vikings. Who is uh, no? The Vikings aren't one up. Vikings definitely aren't up no, for no. And, and the and the. The Patriots aren't taking a thirty million dollar a year quarterback. I mean, they held out all the way to like two weeks before the season started to sign Cam Newton Which, for like a million dollars. That was it. But do you, you think, think that, that uh, Darnold would get Saints traded would within the league? Within the division, I don't know. The, the, the division, I, I, I mean, but uh, the Eagles did it. I don't see him if he was to if they were to come to him with a better offer. You can't, you know, you you. Oh, sorry. The Jets are the third, the fourth team that would have the cap space. Do you see him going to the Jets? No, they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. 
or I, Justin I, Fields. They're going to have Colts, one of the top. Colts are the only team that realistically that that would that would trade for Wentz. Because if, Wentz, if just... Wentz goes to the Colts, the Colts instantly become a contender. I I agree. Yeah, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, you got but Taylor out there. Marlon does... Mack. And then you you go back to Frank Wright. Yeah, right? and, and don't they have and, a good tight end too? And hey, listen, then you throw in uh, Zach Ertz in that trade too. Yeah, Ertz is gone too. He's got to be. Yeah, yeah. And the best sudden, friends, I'm the best friends, go to go to uh, Indianapolis together. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know where this franchise. I don't know where what, this franchise is going. John DeFilippo ends up going to Indianapolis too. <laughs> picks up an OC job out there. I, I think that, um, I, I think that the the writing's on the wall. I think that you know, my we're boy, just going to sit here. Our boy Wentz is uh, watching them lift the Lombardi Trophy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how it's going to feel, but I think that it's it's going to sting because the so much potential with Wentz. But I think at the end of the day, I don't think that that's. I think the Eagles see something in him. How how many snaps has has Hertz played this year? Like, roughly, I think they said today twenty seven. He said that many snaps. Yeah, yeah. How many, like that how many times has he thrown the ball in those twice? Teams? He's t- he's so, two for two. I, I mean, like, how can you be putting your eggs in that basket? Like, if you're that's why I'm saying, why not just put him out? There? Like, I mean, you well, guys actually... kind of explained to me why, but it's like, well, if you really feel like he is the future, like, give him more snaps. I guess yeah. we haven't blown any teams out where you could put him in, but like when you're getting blown out, or when Carson Wentz is three, four turnovers. If you're looking for reasons to get him in the game, to get him used to game time action, like you've had so many reasons. Your quarterback is historically on pace for the most turnovers. Yeah, but then it's just in that town, in that, and it just, I don't know what they're if ready they're to, afraid of what the fans think, you think they would have drafted Jalen Hurts? I don't think they're ready for it yet. I don't think they're ready to do it yet. All right, I well. Just, I don't. I don't think that I think if you put them out there, you're telling the fans you've already given up on the season. And I think if there was another team in the division that was, you know, whatever, seven and three or six and three, it then would be a lot th- it'd be a lot easier to do it at three and seven. But, you know, like, like you said, they're still in first place and they could lose this weekend so and still up. be in first place. So, yeah. You know, I mean, they could true. technically still lose because the Giants schedule is not as. Is not the Giants team. have just as many winnable games as the Eagles do. Which they have Cincinnati, they have Cincinnati, they have Cleveland, and they have Dallas. C- then they Cincinnati's have Cincinnati's not a gimme. They have anymore. No, neither is Cleveland by any means. But they have also they have Seattle, they have, they have Arizona, they the ball like and they, they have Baltimore. Yeah. So they don't, no. you know, like I could see the Giants winning. Two more games, maybe three. Fucking really? crazy. Because that that team right? division is going to come down. But, to so it. it's going to come down to a tie, <laughs> and we're going to have because of our tie, we're going to win. Oh my god! But you're in the Super Bowl. It's like for the the Giants are in a different Thanks spot for that than little the plug e- there, Jake. The Giants are in a different spot than the Eagles are. For the like, I'd like to see the Giants. Win three games, four games, win the division. I mean, I know it's meaningless. It's not like I'm going to rush out to Models and go get my NFC East <laughs> Championship well, T-shirt. But then it close. gives you this yeah. young team and this rookie head coach a chance to go into the playoffs and at least experience that. The other thing is, is that's what if, it's all about—is the experience. Yeah, but the other thing is, is if you don't do that, 
you're talking about getting another top 10 pick and for the giants that'd be big something an edge rusher that would be you more, know like that, that would be worth that it would more be more is what's more beneficial playoff experience or getting you know an Better edge picks. rusher or and what is the playoffs this year because i mean they're talking about Six, potentially uh, if, if covid if, if covid teams, takes over right? the league like it's taking over the rest of the country they're talking about half of the teams being in the playoffs and so now it's and they're talking about that even at that point in time moving everything to a central like a a, a, a bubble uh-huh. so to speak right it's um, still the experience of it all you're getting a you know you're getting a young team that you know does it help joe judge or does it help judge to to have his this young team saying we're in the playoffs listen i know we didn't you know we didn't win 10 games or we didn't but we've gotten here are they now buying in a little bit more so that next year when they come back everyone's like we're all in yeah you know i think so i think what does it help you to go out and try to win every Julio game Jones. every week you have to go out and and go to try to win every game because that only helps you because if you're just gonna be you know shitty and it's like oh at least we're getting a good pick like that's not going to help your whole team. I think the Giants are going. I think the Giants year. are going to go out and try to win every game. I don't think that they have the talent to win all the yeah, games. Does Daniel Jones come back down? And right. Yeah, but he's is Daniel Jones. Who is he? Is he the guy that you saw yesterday? The guy who is going to manage it and not turn the ball over, or is he going to become the guy who who did turn, or somewhere in between? Well, I think the thing you've seen from him is. He's had turnovers that have been – they've been Sorry. bad decisions. They haven't been, you know, like bad reads like or anything like that. Like he's he's had a few interceptions where he's thrown off his back leg because there's a guy in his chest or holding onto his leg. I mean, he's cut down somewhat on the fumbles in the pocket. The game against Washington, he got blasted in the fourth quarter from the blind side and he held onto the ball. And like – when you go in and you look at that as one of the highlights, I mean, but that's, you know, he's still a, I, 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 he's still the same thing. You're talking about a quarterback coming out of Duke. You're not talking about a quarterback who's coming out of – it's not a Joe Burrow or, you know, like someone who's no coming out of – Carson Wentz in his second year was on pace to be MVP. Yeah, but was he MVP <laughs> and did he finish the yeah, season? on that, Weezer. You know? <laughs> He, he he was you he know, was after the first ten weeks he was eleven yeah but eleven yeah but the season sixteen weeks and he didn't make it through those last ones you know oh, but yeah, like true. it's not we but you know yeah. like but that's the thing too he came out Daniel Jones wasn't on the roster that Carson Wentz was on I mean he was on a you know he was on a roster that was a lot better than that I mean you're yeah you're, I, I'm, I'm you're you're talking about this year you're going in first year head coach you're talking in the beginning of the year everyone was talking about how awful their defense is going to be and they're going to give up 30 points a game they've played better and they've progressively besides the 49er game this year they've been in every game that they've played i mean and they they could have beat the bucks they could have beat the cowboys in the first game of the season they went toe to toe with the steelers until the second half you know like and it was one bad turnover at in the end zone that yeah. you know that cost them the game or, yeah, I, and you know there's other situations like that where he made bad decisions inside the red zone that cost them games so you know 
I think it, I mean they're they're trending up. upwards. They're not. It's not. I like, agree. I think they're, That's what I I think they're trending before. better than the Eagles are. They, they're I, the, they're I, trending I, the best in the division. I would say that they're more likely to win the division than the Eagles are, and the Eagles are the the quote unquote favorite, right? Well, they, they were before this game. I think I they're still the favorite. Now. I think they're still like at a thirty seven percent chance of winning the division. Like but yeah, hey, listen, I agree with you. And you know, one of the things you forgot to mention when talking about Daniel Jones is uh, he's super fast. I think that's definitely twenty two miles per hour. That this well, is, I, I I think this weekend you saw it a little bit more when he got in trouble. He ran mm-hmm. instead of staying in the pocket and trying to find an open receiver or trying to force a ball somewhere. He and I think the other thing that he did is on one series they were inside the inside the ten yard line. He kept with the run pass option. He kept holding it, and I he's like he's, what what I think about now is if he can if if he can progress a little bit more, then next year he gets Saquon Barkley back and you start running the run pass option with him. You can't have what they had in the beginning of the season. And that was putting seven, eight guys in the box. And just as soon as they, you know, as soon as they snap the ball, they're just all converging on Barkley Mm -hmm. and containing him. You do that now. I mean, you looked at the play that guy, I guess you're going to say, you know, beat us, right? Like that's what you're going to say to Dan Jones is you will, they probably still will do that. They'll put, seven, eight guys in the box and, you know, and say Daniel Jones. Yeah, but the thing is, is you're not just going to key on Barkley getting the ball. And, you know, like you look at the one, the touchdown that got called back on the holding. He split right through the defense and no one came near him, you know. So, like, if you have. wasn't getting hit at all. I mean. If you have that speed and you're able to, you know, you don't have to do it all the time. Daniel Jones might hold the ball instead of giving it to Barkley. He might run it and he might run over the edge and gain two yards. But the thing is, is the next time they run that play or three plays later when they run that play, Barkley can go right through a hole and he can go 70 yards in an instant, you know? So, and I think it opens up, it opens up more options for him when he's back. He still hasn't had Barkley for a whole entire season. Sadly, he's not wrong guys. You know, so well, they have like that's a like the last time I was here, I talked about I don't know if Gettleman's going to be back this year or next year, but like now the way they've going, I don't know if they can fire him. I mean, like I don't know if they can get rid of him because you look. Well, I at, guess it depends upon how you finish, right? I mean, yeah, but you, you look about the guys that he's drafted, Slayton. You know, you you look at Slayton. You look at I mean, I Daniel Jones isn't like you're saying, oh, he's a franchise quarterback, but you look at, you know, you look at Barkley, you look at some of the free agency brought in this year and, you know, like the, the, the trade they made for Leonard Williams last year, everyone has been ridiculing it, but Leonard Williams has been a big part of the defensive line. He has five sacks. He's a run stuffer, you know, and you look at Dexter Lawrence, Dexter Lawrence came out of the Odell Beckham trade. Jabril Peppers came out of the Odell yeah, Beckham true. trade. Jabril Peppers you, been good. You yeah. look at the guys they got. He got rid of Landon Collins. You really haven't heard from him since he's been with the Redskins. All I saw was him running away from a bear in a video yeah. I saw. But you, <laughs> the other guys, like you look at Olivier Vernon. You know, like they shed his contract and got rid of him in the in the in the and Beckham Cleveland, trade too. Yeah. And you, you know, I don't even know if he's if he's playing for Cleveland on a. We'll regular let you know next week because that's where the Eagles play. But, you know, like, so from the beginning of the year to now, from the first Eagles game to now, I feel a lot 
a lot better of where the team's going. You, you were like a broken man last time you were here. Well, it's because that, that, that and and now it's like you you got you should have all the confidence in the world in your team right now to at I mean, least win the, the division. Team. I mean, we're the we're, yeah. Like, oh, no how the turntables and be like, <laughs> no one can look at the Eagles and be like, oh yeah, they're the. Yeah, I'm the, putting my the, money on those the, guys. Yeah, but there's a, there's see, a, the, the Eagles are still the at the shining, point. Like, you, know, you, you have a guy like Wentz, and you have Miles Sanders. You have a solid offensive line who, you know, is beat up. And, I mean, the the big thing they're going to have to make a decision with is, like, Jason is Jason Peters. is well, what, got, what do they do with him, you know? And I think that decision's kind of made. you got two guys there. you got yeah, Dillard coming back, and, my, and then you have I, I mean, I think, sadly, some of the decisions that are going to have to be made is, like, the – it's going to be John, Fletcher like, Cox. Like it's going to be Brandon Graham. You know, like that. It's going to. It's going to. You know, it, 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 <clears throat> Brandon it, it, Brooks. You know, those are the players that like a tough one, yeah. that are still at the top of their position. And it's like, do you sell while it's high, or do you wait until it's you can't get anything for them? Well, you what's know, just, what's Alshon Jeffrey's contract? Is it up after next year? Or it's not up, but it's it's there, not, it's, it's this a lot year more is fully guaranteed. It's a lot. It's a lot more of. Easier to move, right? Like yeah. the or release him. You're, you're hoping, like you were hoping, the, the best case scenario for that is next year is his contract year, because then it, it, you can move it. I think it's like five million dollar cap hit. Yeah, but like what that. I'm like, saying is he's the kind of guy that it's his, it's my contract year. I'm going to go out this thousand is yards. This is his contract year. You know, basically. No, what I'm saying is, if this is the if next year is the last year of his contract, oh, he's going to go. He's going to go out and say, "I need to put up a thousand yards. I need to have eighty catches. I need to score 10, 15 touchdowns, so, get that. so that he can get that, that next contract." I don't but, think you're getting that from Alshon. I think he's riding out and retiring. I don't think he's already on the decline. He's not going to go out and put out a thousand yards. Yeah. yeah, but I, you know what I'm saying? Like he can no, get I, I one hear, more but... two year contract. And you know, I mean, or you a, see a one Brandon year. Graham actually doing he just that, did that. That he's in the not necessarily again. It's not the contract year, but I think he's still looking at it like I'm probably not going to be an Eagle next year. Two years ago, they signed me to an extension for a three year deal. The last year, usually being yeah. no guaranteed money left, he's on pace to have a record year because he's playing for. Yeah, the other for, team. Yeah, for if way, he's right? cut. Yeah, but the thing is, is he's going to be someone who wouldn't be cut until June. You know, yeah, like yes, yeah. right. So he's not. You Cat, know, it's casualty. not like an off season where he's got an agent who's going to go in there and negotiate. You know, find a team. Yeah, for yeah him. I can He's yeah. going to go in June, and he's going to have to find a team that has room for him. Yeah. So I, they I, might. I you know, saying. like it's going to be a one year deal. Yeah, you're not you getting know? it in March. Yeah, you're, you're not. In... You're not finding someone who's going to sign you to a two year deal or a three year deal. You know, and it's. You know, like that's the thing about football. It's you don't have your your your, your lifespan, and it isn't long. So you've got to take advantage and get the money while you can. Oh yeah. You know, because you don't. I mean, you look at Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's with the. You know, a few years ago, everyone's like, "Oh God, this guy's he's like twenty six old." You know, right? Like he's really he's still a really young. Player. Running backs have a short shelf life anyway, but that's why like you're going to see Zeke. I mean, he's already yeah. But you say that, but you look at like a guy like Albert Morris, who's been in the league forever. I mean, he's making yeah, but he's just... not making big money. But you know but what? That's not most guys. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but Adrian that's what Peterson. I mean. Like he's still in the league too. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you can get guys like that who 
you know, over a 10 year period, make $3 million a year instead of a three year period where they make, you know, I get what you're saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like they can extend their, because the thing with them too, is like, you got to remember like the 10 years, like you get 10 years, then you're in like a full pension with the mm-hmm. NFL and you know, it's still, right. you know, it's still a job. Yeah. So, you know, like those, there's, there's guys like those that. Pensions. There's guys like that, that can, <laughs> that can survive. And yeah. well, I think, uh, I think that's some good stuff. I think we need to. We're getting a little long. I told Weezer we'd only do five minutes of Giants talk, and we've clearly <laughs> gone over that. Uh, real quick, we haven't touched on it in a while. What, what's everyone drinking, Kev? Uh, I'm drinking Red Stripe. Hooray, beer! All right, Weezer, what you got there? I got the uh, Living the High Life, the Miller High Life, the oh, champagne the... of beers for we, the celebration. You celebrating over there? Yeah, <laughs> always smooth, never bitter. Jake, Jake, you, beer did Jake, you, you awake over there? Are you still here? <laughs> I'm I'm here, dude. I'm here. This red stripes just hit me real strong. Probably because <laughs> there's Jamaican weed in yeah, there, and, and also because I bought it. He did. He, he shows up with the two twelve packs. Uh, but I did also ID. steal Weezer's too. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 it's, it's in my jeans. Weezer brought some PBRs here, and I, I uh, I've been drinking them because he brought them. It's making me feel a little bit better about the loss yesterday. But uh, other uh, question too, Jake. Uh, just checking in. How is No Nut November going? <laughs> Holding strong. Wow. Stiff, stiff as a uh, like a, a mass. You know what I mean, like a sailboat mass. Is that why you've been spreading your legs while you're sitting down there? <laughs> yeah, you know. Jake's, any Jake's so that's genius, not your wallet, you know? Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Damn. We got, we got we got we got we got 14 more days, and uh, who's counting though? Yeah. And who's counting? Yeah. I got a camera in my room. It's it's attached. Looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're gonna wrap this one up. Does anyone else have anything I need to say? I don't know. We probably lose on Sunday, so I don't care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> win or lose, we're gonna be Uncle here Cliff. Next if you're week. listening, we all have beards here. <laughs> <laughs> and we got them the way you taught us. <laughs> Eat that pussy. <laughs> Not in <Aunt> case. <laughs> It's not like Aunt Case is the magical, you know, beard growing pussy. It's just, you know, oh, somebody who's not related right. to me. Kevin, Kevin speaks for Kevin. Yeah. Oh, so again. You, oh, you got yours from Aunt Kay? No, I'm not saying I got it from there, but I just don't want to be associated with what comes out of your mouth. Holy shit. Yeah, well, we could tell the nut story again. <laughs> anyway. la- Kevin pulling out his own hat. Right. He's like, there's only one thing in it. He's like, the last time I nutted. <laughs> don't mind if I do. You got 30 minutes up in the space. All right. Well, that does it yeah. for this week's episode. If you're still hanging around with us, God uh, bless you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, like like our posts, comment, share, all that stuff. Make sure you go out and you watch, listen to the bye week special we put out last week. Yeah, that's a good one. There's a good, uh, a lot of good content there. That's a good one. All right. Sure. Uh, Kevin, anything you want to say to the people? Yep. Love you, Stella. That's about it. For, uh, yeah, I was yeah. saying, I love you, Stella yeah, and Ray. I thought you were gonna. I that. thought you were gonna say something about Mark. I was not. Yeah, Mark's not. Mark's at the sea. Who cares? Stella so, Reagan. Yeah. They won me money. Stella and Reagan. R.I.P. Right, love him. Yes. Uh, Weezer. Any shout outs? Hey, thanks for having me on again. Hey. No yeah. You know. It's a pleasure. We might have to have you back on, even if it's not a Giants game. Well, he seems yeah, to anytime. be able to stir the he's the Hornets nest at least to. Yeah, he's very knowledgeable to get the Eagles fans to fight. So he's. He works with Eagles fans, so he says that he knows. Yeah, you know, he knows what we think and how we feel. So, guys, it might be cool if we did like one cheers right before we end. Right, everybody, right, like, in the middle, one, two, three.
Hey, hey. Right. see you guys next week. Hey,